0: This is a professional radio, gentlemen. That would and
1: be it's a... front wheel drive. God, have you got anyone you want to thank?
0: Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN,
1: there. Okay, and because it's not a super But It is. It's not. Automated perfection comes in the form of two
0: letters, A and U. Long live
1: my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here on 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Maddie J, online with Mr. David Prince, Mr. Alan Deep Singh, uh, Mr. Robin Harley, Zidai, the father-son duo, and Scotty Doe Johnson. How are you guys?
2: Good. Really well, thank you. Doing good, thank you. Good
1: to good see you. here. Good to see all your lovely faces. Uh, first of all, bit of information: Scotty is now officially off the market, ladies. You cannot, you can no longer, you can no longer take it. It's it must be it must be engagement season. We've had Tyrone, now now we've got you, Scotty. Congratulations, mate! That's awesome news.
2: Thank you very much. So that's what um, my weekend was happening. Not much car stuff, but yeah. something <laughs> even more important. Other updates. Yes, other, <laughs> other
1: updates exactly right.
3: It's not going to be the end of car stuff though, is it, Scotty? No,
1: no, no, definitely not. So, so Scotty, you're now, a, 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 you know, a you know engaged man. David asked you before the show, what does the what's your ring look like? And obviously, it doesn't work that way. But how would you do it? You know, was it special, or was it you're keeping that quiet? You know, I'm I'm, I'm just full happy for you, man. It's it's it's, it's great news. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much. It was on Saturday. It was just um, first up was a dinner and then I hide out a cinema room uh, mm-hmm. where we watched a movie that was that we watched on our first date. So, oh, very nice. Nice and romantic. And then at the end of the movie is when I proposed. Very nice. Oh. Did, did she did have, she any have an
4: inkling, do you reckon? <laughs> Just a normal Saturday night
2: that you, you, when you go. You had some kind of ideas, but not hundred percent. Only because I don't organise things, <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> made it a bit, a little bit obvious there. Was it on a special
3: occasion like an anniversary or? No, or...
2: no, nah. nah? okay, nah, it wasn't on a special date or anything like that. It was just okay. when I organised it and put it on the calendar, and she's like, mm, "You don't organise things." I thought, oh. You know, I'm just trying to deter and say, "Oh, I just thought, you know, I'll have a go. I don't really organise things." So, wow, it's
4: quite a uh, quite an achievement organising that, buddy. <laughs> All right, Scotty. So my stakes ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, Scotty, now there is officially no excuse. Thirty-one has to happen. <laughs>
2: Yeah, wedding car, it's even white. wedding car. There you go. <laughs> yeah, wedding car.
1: Falcons.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, the awesome thing is, she wants classic Mustangs. Oh, oh that's
1: cool. Oh. Okay.
2: Can. Okay. So I'm like, I am. I'm fine with that. Yeah.
1: I'm a bit of a Mustang fan anyway. So. Very good. I, I can see you just saying, you know, I know. It's a cheap way to do this: get get four AU Falcons, and then, you know, just put the. <laughs> you know do that and and, and you're sorted so so, so and, there, and you, know, there you, you go i'll, Edward, there's, there's I'll a get you to drive me. the
2: 31 for me maddie and just do some skids
1: uh i can gladly do that for you scott <laughs> <laughs> but congratulations mate we're you know all of us here yeah, I, I know i speak for myself but but as far as well for all you guys uh i think we i think we wrap for you that that's great news so congrats mate.
2: thank you very very much uh
1: we're also joined by patrick what's going on man
5: not much. Just, um, again, congratulations, Scotty. I saw her on uh, on Facebook. Thank you. And, um, me to tell you so. Very happy for you. But um. Yeah. No. Everything's all good. Uh. Yeah. Just working along. Just another day, another dollar, trying to get by. What about yourselves?
1: Very much the same, my friend. Very much the same. I mean, nothing is exciting as Scotty currently. That, that that's for sure. <laughs> but uh. But anyway. With you. Yeah. You, you you win the internet today, Scotty. Well done. Um. So. <laughs> Well done on that. Let's get into some car updates. Obviously, Scotty's had a busy week, so he's probably got nothing. Um, Yeah, i got nothing. But uh, Mr. David Prince, you were first on. You will start with you.
4: Uh, Car updates. I'm trying to think back to the weekend and exactly what we did. We had a gearbox on Saturday. Oh, and actually, I've I've got two, two, well, not surprising Honda stories, but I have in my garage here at the moment a 1974 Civic that isn't mine. It belongs to somebody else, but I'm doing a little bit of work on it. But a two-owner car with the service book still in the passenger in the glove in the glove box. Very, very most original one I've seen in a long time. Needs some love to bring it back from the from the edge. It was a long and circuitous route that had actually arrived um, with a club member. It was started with a phone call from a neighbor who had whose father had bought it brand new and now it belonged to a little old lady in Black Rock who'd had it for the last 27 years, wanted to get rid of it because her neighbour didn't like the sound of it and and is a little uh, unhinged, sadly, and um, would come and threaten her whenever he heard it start. So wow. she ended up getting rid of it, you know, wanting it to go quickly and easily. Um, I didn't have the room or the inclination at that time. But as I said, this other person in the club did and um, went down a long and involved story. I won't bore you with it, but it involved another person getting involved, that person then passing away, then the daughter getting involved, everything third or fourth hand, photos of a rusty, you know, bit of car that's lived by the beach for the last, for all its life, basically, turning out to not be that rusty at all or confined to one panel and drives like, well, I was going to say brand new car, that's probably overstating it, but uh, for a 49-year-old Civic, it drives pretty damn well little two-speed Honda Matic, and with, uh yeah, tinkering away with it, making it look, taking it from looking like not much in the photos with all the old accoutrements of a bit of gaffer tape around the back window to keep the water leaks out to, uh yeah, looking quite respectable with not very much effort. So uh, that's been fun. I always love bringing them back from the, from the brink and talking of that, this late this afternoon, I actually sent some photos through to to the chat before I we liberated from a garage uh, an eighty six Civic, which belongs to my son, um, but it's been sitting in a garage in Camberwell for ten years. It's actually an SI, which is an a full JDM import with the ZC twin cam sixteen hundred injected engine in it. Um, which was actually bought out here for to race. It was never registered when it was first brought out. It was going to be raced by a guy from Astoria Honda in Oakley called Andrew Newton, who bought it out to race for the Leighton House team in the 80s when they were doing, I think it was production car or it wasn't sports today. I think it was the production car series. Anyway, it um he he started work on it and then Honda bought out the CRX in the in the second gen CRX which was the first gen in Australia and he thought oh no that'd make a much better race car than an AH Civic hatch so he he, um, parked it out the back of the dealership where it sat for a couple of years three guys in the club bought the car together and put it all back together and registered it and one of those guys drove it for about 10 or 12 years it was the first car my son ever went around a racetrack in because we had a, a a tractor up at winter. very quick car. It's got a, a limited slip differential and um, quite a few nice other little bits on it. Uh, anyway, long story short, my son ended up buying it from the guy when he when it came time to sell it, and he just before we, we happened to go and live in Japan for a few years. So it's languished in his garage for, as I said, nearly 10 years. We today, hooked the Prado up to it. Um, the tires still had air in them. The brakes weren't seized on or anything like that. Pulled uh, it up the driveway, put it on a truck, and it's off to be brought back to life. So um, another one saved. So we've I've had a saving old week this week. Civic saving week. Civic saving week. <laughs> do my civic duty, you might say, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so you did that, Mr. Prince. That was pretty good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, predictable, predictable.
1: But yeah, that's
4: that's uh, that's it. I'm going away on a bit of a holiday next week, so I'm madly flat out with work, and um, yeah trying to fit everything else in around that. So um, that's the extent of the car updates, I think, at the minute.
0: Lovely, lovely. What
4: time is it now, though? An email could come through. You never know.
0: Alan? Not a whole lot car update-wise for me. Just been I'm neglecting the uh, MX-5 and the STI just because I haven't had much reason to go driving around. Just been using the D-Max as the, the daily of the house. That's um, collecting more and more caves. Um Still hasn't been a year since we've had it. I think we're coming up on a year in about a month. And it's already at 17,000 Ks. Well, cool. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. I think Mr. Edward Bunting, uh, I did I did tell some of the story, I, I believe. I was listening to the podcast and I missed. We came to have a look at the uh, good old Falcon and made a purchase of it. Uh, I'll tell you a quick pre-story to that. So I got the car cleaned. just so wanted to present as well as I could. And also, so I wasn't hiding anything that and there's a couple of spots rust here and there, so I wanted to be able to see those properly. You know, do you wanna deal with a friend you don't want really to be conning them? And um once I had the the whole car cleaned up, my dad said, Well the engine's a bit dirty, shouldn't we just give that a clean? I said, you know, for a man that's just got a, a brain surgery, you're awfully active. Um, <laughs> have it have it we don't. Uh, he's like, oh no, you know, help the car look more presentable, just give it a quick hose. down. these engines are quite tightly sealed. And I'm like, you know, one of the things they say at car washes is engine wash to owner's risk, own risk, you know. Like, you sure you want to do this? He's like, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? So I'm like, all right, you're the boss. Spread it down with a nice degreaser. You know, use the, the hose with just a shower setting, so no high pressure. And everything looks nice and clean. Start it up, and it starts up just fine. And then starts missing. I'm like, oh, dear. You know, this doesn't sound very good. I'm trying to sell this card, you know, in the next couple of days. And here we are. With the car that doesn't, you know, it's is missing like crazy. So I tried to take it for a drive. Try to, you know, get it nice and warm so that any other, um, you know, odd patches of water might dry up that didn't really work. And I, I assumed that water was in the spark plug holes, which it definitely was. So, um, yeah, uh, I had to basically get that little plastic thing off with the hex nuts. There's one all the way at the back that there's, it's almost impossible to reach unless you have children's hands which I unfortunately don't. And if you do get a kit to get in the back there, I don't even know how to strength to actually undo the, the nuts. So just, you know, great engineering forward. <laughs> finally get all those off. Uh, start undoing the um, the call packs and you can hear the water go, you know, make that weird sludgy kind of sound. And I see the call packs and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of water in there. So initially I just try and like put a, put a big old paper towel in there and try and soak it up. It's not working um thankfully we had an air compressor that we picked up from the farm but the air regulator part was missing so the the, it would build up pressure and it's all full of pressure You can't get any pressure out of the actual nozzle um so the little little cap was missing from the pressure regulator so what i had to do is get like a screwdriver and push as hard as i could at roughly 100 psi (laughs) (laughs) so it would release that amount of pressure so so um again i said how about how about this dad i hold it down and you go and go into these spark plug holes with this nozzle from the air compressor and blow out the water. And he's like, no, no, you do that part. I'll hold it down. And I said, again, you just got out of brain surgery. You're sure you want to be you know, pushing the down with 100 pounds of force onto this little thing. And he's like, no, I'll do that part. Okay, fine. So thankfully, I was able to blow out all those um, little spark plug holes. There was a lot of water in some of them, especially the, the last two. Kept them all up. I'm going to, you know, put everything back together, button it up, and I end up breaking a hose clamp because I over it. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's been a while. Ed's like, I think, five minutes away when this happens. <laughs> so I said, all right, Ed, just, this is what happened. This is the story. Take it to the test drive, you know, see what happens. Um, the car was okay. It was still it was stuttering a little bit, uh, but nowhere near as what it was before. And, um, you know, Ed was having the test drive, made an offer, And um, by the time he came back for it, I actually had gone to the auto parts store, gotten a hose clamp and put the hose clamp on the air intake that was missing. And so we uh, drove off with it. Apparently the car drove just fine. So I think we did fix the the stuttering issue there. I'm quite happy about that. And um, I'm happy with the price that Ed gave. I think uh, there's capacity in there once he gets the couple of issues buttoned up. So Ed can also make a, a little bit of money on it, which is my ideal goal. You know, I don't want to just be like, you know, it's selling to a friend. It's happy to take care of the headache of dealing with, you know, people come to look at it all that jazz, um, considering dad not being in work and, you know, uh, being at home now due to his health, that's, you know, the ideal situation for me as well. So that it was happy to take it off our hands and, you know, give us a reasonable price and I'm happy for him to make a little bit extra for his efforts.
4: Well, it sailed up and down to Canberra on the weekend. So um, it uh, it's got running fine.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure we will really enjoy the uh, the cheaper price of the gas compared mm. to petrol.
1: He he did said say, that. I
4: was talking to him um, earlier and he didn't say finding gas was you know, not as easy up there as he thought it would be. So had to do a little bit of ringing around rather than uh, driving around looking.
1: Rob and Harley, thanks with for you guys.
3: Yeah, oh, fantastic. Ford have uh, identified a DPF filter issue with my transit. Oh, mm. uh, it's not going to come until the 18th of September. Oh. Um, so maybe it will be fixed, maybe not. And I said, so what about the sink issue with the HVAC and everything else? Oh, we don't know anything about that. You need to talk to the dealer. So call called the dealer. The dealer goes, oh, I don't know. I said, well, you better know because it's not working. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so man. that's good old Ford, good old Transit.
4: Hang on, now. sorry, not good old Transit,
3: good. Two, Two weeks new. old transit? Yeah, yeah, good new transit. Yeah. Wait, so, so,
1: so, Rob, just want to clarify you, you took it back when that, when the dealership called you, that you were like, you're like, it's cooked. You took it yeah. back to, to Knox, yeah. correct? Yeah. Yep. And then, and then what happened after that?
3: So they said, oh, well, we have to have a look at it. So I'm driving around all day on their loan with their loan car, waiting to see what they're going to look at. And I ring them up and they go, well, what's going on? I go, oh, we've VOR'd your vehicle. So, you know, vehicle off road. I go, oh, no. that's great. What, so why have you taken off the road? Oh, there's a major electrical issue with it, and we think it's a DPF sensor or this or that. I go, all right. So when is it going to be fixed? We don't know. Mm-hmm. So I waited a whole week, and I rang them up a week later. And they go, well, we don't know when the parts are coming. We've got no idea. Don't know how long it's going to be. Then I got a phone call yesterday out of the blue from Ford saying it's going to be on the 18th before we get the part in from into the country. And we'll fit the part, and we'll let you know when it's done. And I said, "That's great, but there's more to it than just a sensor or the the DPF filter." Yeah. So we'll see what how it unfolds as it goes along.
1: That's unbelievable! It's a brand new car.
3: Yeah, we we know that. We all know that. And I'm driving a very reliable Hilux, so yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy. That's <laughs> their loan car. Yes. Well, no, they wouldn't give me a loan car because they didn't have any loan cars. So they said through Ford Assist. So I had to ring them up and organize a hire car. So I had a choice of getting a Fiat van because they didn't have a transit van or a, a Ford Ranger or Everest or something. So I said, oh, I'll just give me the Hilux. I'll be happy with that. So it does most of what I need to do, but not everything. So I like loading it up and putting things in and doing things. And I've got a house I've got to renovate. and So I need to use the van. Uh, but anyway, wow. the, the, Hilux will do, the Hilux will do for the interim.
1: That's crazy, and- man.
3: So that's um, that. Um, so I told you we sold the Jimny. We went to a G- all German car show two weeks ago, two weekends or... ago at Calder Park. That was a pretty big oh, yeah. car show held by the BMW club. And Harley and I won the best Mercedes at the show. Oh, hey. oh nice. Yeah, so we won an award. So we're pretty happy with that.
1: Mm-hmm. What, what car was this in? This was in the... The, 65,
3: 66, yeah. the 66 SE. Yeah, the 300 SE coupe. The two. Two door mint green one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, so yeah, it's so it was pretty good. And there some very nice cars there, very nice cars. I wouldn't think ours would have won it. Ours, it's got a nice colour combination and looks great. But there are other cars that were a bit more low key, but were more closer to the concourse condition. Mm. Uh, whereas mine really wasn't, or ours wasn't. Um Lindsay Fox had his gull wing there and in one of his He's, con- a, 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 he's both 300 SLs. He's 300 SLs. Yeah. Um but there's some awesome cars some some great looking VWs and uh, some of the older BMWs and Porsches and they had a the new rough road Porsche all-wheel drive Dakar car. Yeah. Yep. yep. So they had that there on display. So it's a big day, beautiful day. So that was the weekend before last. And then this weekend i went to the father's day show at st Kilda. how was that that was massive it was chockers you couldn't move down ackland street it was wow. shoulder to shoulder it was just crazy so they had the you know the mad max cars the mustang clubs the, the hsv club they had all the classics um, a, a great assortment of cars right throughout. So, and they're pretty high end high quality cars. So, they're, they're, I think they're quite selective in which cars they put where. Yeah. Um, some very nice cars. Yeah. So, um, not as many European <laughs> cars. I mean, they had, you know, your Ferraris and Porsches in one section, but a lot of the American cars and Australian cars. Yeah. You know. Mad Max cars were there, um, Dukes of Hazzard, um the Starsky and Hutch. Um, is it a GMC? The no, it, it's,
1: it's a Ford uh, yeah. Gran Torino,
3: yeah. Grand Torino? Yeah, so they had that there. Um, yeah, so they had a few cars, so it was pretty good. Uh, very cool. Yeah, and what else was happening? Um, nothing much else? No. Oh, well, we'll look at, it at AMG GT. We're getting close, but we're still about 40 grand short.
1: <laughs>
3: but my SEC is getting painted. Oh, you um, know, and my SEC is um, getting prepped for paint this hopefully this week. So awesome, finally, finally, yeah. So,
4: so you weren't going original paint, like that, were you? You're going slightly different.
3: We were talking about slightly dark shade of gray, but we're going original now. We decided to stick it to original. Good, let's just, just go for the silver. Um, as much as I like that slightly more modern shade of silver, but yeah. I am better off keeping it original, so I'll do that. Um, what else? So there's no other cars we've been working on? No. Just got rid of a whole lot of uh, car parts over the last few weeks, wheels mainly, different from various cars I've had over the years. Had them all stocked in the garage, trying to clean the garage out a little bit. <laughs> I can actually get around a P76 now, so ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's good. Yeah. So projects are happening. Yeah, bits and pieces are getting there. So we're still just pushing and pushing.
1: Yeah, no, nice, very good. That's it. Patrick, been a while, man. Updates with you?
5: Has been a minute. Has been a good while, but um, in that while, nothing has happened, man. Just so car still chugging along. No, no new changes has happened. I mean, oh, it's not really a change. I did try to um, I did blow a fuse on um on the weekend, which was fun. Um. Because of my um stupid mistake but that's all, <laughs> all good. we won't get into it but um yeah besides that no the car the car's going good so if uh, i have plans ideas of what to do with it um i do want to um put a tray on it and whatnot but slowly slowly it's gonna get some funds up first before anything and yeah that's pretty much it
1: I'm, I'm Every time I see a, uh, you know, an S chassis come for sale, I, I think of flicking it to you, but I'm going to look at the price and I'm like, yeah, nah. So, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping an eye out for you, Patrick. Don't stress. I'm keeping I it
5: out. appreciate it. But it's funny you say that. So I have a mate that does the exact same thing and just bombards my phone. Like, I'll be at work and, like, no joke. <laughs> like, he will send me like 20, you know, like links to like, you know, any S chassis. Like, bro, this is cheap. This is cheap. I'm like, dude, 40 grand is not cheap, man. It's not cheap. <laughs> I'm not playing that much, so I'm um, but I appreciate it. So, and you know, hopefully, maybe one day I'll find something. Not in a rush at the moment. Um, just gonna weigh and just see what happens. Yeah, nice man. Nice
1: updates with me. Uh, a little bit on the laser this week, actually. Um, so I on Friday morning, you know, I, I I've liked all these Wrecker's uh, Facebook pages as 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 you do because you know I've got nothing else better in my life to to like and a laser sr2 came up at geelong jollies and i was like i was like oh okay you know having a look and then i saw on the roof it had the original factory roof racks which are made for the rails which are like you do i have not seen a set in probably 10 years for sale um, made of
4: unobtainium
1: made of unobtainium and i was like oh my goodness so called the wrecker and surprisingly hard to do you got it it's you can't really call them direct. You have to, they, you call a number and then they give you another number for the place. So then you can call them so they can, you can go check if it's there. So can, you can just see if they're there. And they were like, um, yeah, they're there. It's going to cost you 220 bucks if we take them off or 70 bucks, if you come get them off. And I'm like, I will come get them oh. off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, at three o'clock on the dot, uh, as soon as the last kid walked out the, 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 <laughs> the door I hopped in my car and I flew to Geelong. Um, and I, I, I said, I, I called Steph and said, "Hey, can you meet me at the like the Seven Eleven on the interchange between, you know, the, you know sorry, before the 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 Westgate Freeway, drop off my toolbox." <laughs> so she met me there. I got my toolbox. I drove to Geelong, made it there, and then I, you know, I, I took them off. Being brittle plastic, you know, because it's just it's seen, you know, almost twenty five years of, of sun. Um, a few parts did, you know, crack and break, uh, but I believe I know somebody that can possibly help me with that. Uh, you yes. So I, I put all the like, and I, I took some little um, lunch, uh, what's it called the, uh, the sandwich bag, you know, like the, yep. the little, the little bags with me. So when they, whenever they broke, I put them all in that one, in, in you know, all the pieces in the one each. So they're it's all a in yeah. separate bags. So perfect, perfect. Because uh, I had a it's feeling lab- I'm, I'm like
3: label it left and right front back
1: absolutely absolutely so i had to make sure that (laughs) because i knew i was going to break them i'm like there's no way that they're not going to break and i was super gentle and you just hear the click and then you and then i'm like oh and then you see the the thing snapping like you know and and i was using the you know all the right tools and everything so but the people on the on the on the on the page did did warn warn me said they will break so so I knew that but I got, I got a few extra bits and pieces off that car as well I need to go back again uh, hopefully this Saturday um, and get some of the other bits and pieces that, that you know that I didn't get a chance to get because I was, as I was getting the parts out, the lady's like oh we, we've closed about 10 minutes ago and I'm like I could not even hear you because it was right at the back of the yard so I had to take all my stuff and go there and pay it and and head home, but I managed to get you know some some rare bits and pieces off that car, which which is good. So I was gonna go back and, and get some extra little bits of interior trim and and things, which is which will uh tidy up my car once it's ready for its respray and put it all on, then it'll look you know really, really good, which I'm looking forward to. So that will be the plan with that. Drove the typhoon and the fiesta on, both on the weekend. So I drove the fiesta on the Saturday and the typhoon on the Sunday. I uh, gave them a good run and that was yeah that, w- that was a bit of fun. Um and yeah hopefully uh from what Rutner said the scamp should be done mid second week of uh school holiday. So when I get it back perfect timing. Roadworthy, perfect timing from Japan and then, you know enjoy it and uh basically won't annoy Rob anymore with it. That's that's for sure. So <laughs> But yeah, I can I honestly can't wait to drive it. I've, I've been, I've been, yeah, chomping at the bit to, 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 get around it. But anyway, gentlemen, that is my car updates. Moving on to tonight's topic, gentlemen, I've been on a bit of a, uh, how would you explain it, rabbit hole of looking at cars that we cannot get in Australia. Um, now, the reason I've got getting to do this is because these are brand new cars that I'm talking about, and and I know Stephanie's, you know after after a new car and. And so we've been looking and test driving and and having having us set a few different things. and in um you know in what we have as our selection, we've got like a whole bunch of SUVs, but there are a whole bunch of other cars you know around the world in america and in, in europe, in in Asia that that we don't get that I think would be would be really, really awesome for us to get. So I compiled a bit of a list. Of of cars that I would want to you know that I'd would love to have but but we we don't get them here in Australia, and for various reasons obviously not made right hand drive or you know or don't meet emissions or, or or what have you, so there are there are a few there are a few cars that that you know tick all those boxes that don't meet any of those criteria, but I'd like to get your thoughts on cars that you would like to get that, that are brand new cars that you can buy brand new from a dealership anywhere in the world today. That you could that you could possibly have in Australia one day. So my first one was the Lexus IS 500, which is available in the United States of Freedom, and they've got basically it's but it's basically the same five liter V8 that came in the ISF and GSF and uh, RCF, but it's in a in, in just in, in an IS body, which is which is yeah which is cool, which is a nice guy good sized sedan, glorious sounding V8 and the fact that they don't bring it to Australia when it's available in a lot of other parts of the world, it's kind of uh, says all you need to know about our buying at the moment here, where we're just wanting to sell SUVs. So, so that's
4: why
1: they don't sell it here. I mean, the GSF and the RCF weren't big sellers and neither was the ISF to be, to be fair, but seeing as that it's available everywhere else, like surely they could have just been like, yeah, we can, we can give it to you. Like, you know, like if if you really want it, because I mean that, that, that engine configuration that specifically uh, that v8 architecture has been around for a very long time and then that same v8s in the um in the uh, lc500 so it would have that instant a lighter car 1780 kilos over a two a bit lighter than a two ton you know L- lc would would have been would have been a real ride and i think would have been a been a great car to own um lexus reliability awesome v8 high revving soundtrack what more could you you know could could you ask for um, but obviously, it's too much when we don't get it in Australia. <laughs> what about you guys? What What are cars that that you'd love to get that br- you can buy brand new somewhere in the world, but you cannot get them here?
3: Personally, I reckon the, and I've seen them, um, the write ups on them, they're supposed to be pretty good. It's the Honda Ridge Line. Oh, yes. I list too, yep. Yeah. yeah. They sell them in Canada and everywhere else, but not here.
4: Yeah, they don't make them in left hand drive, uh, right hand drive. Yeah, that's what they've always said. Uh, yeah. It would only be Japan or where you can register left-hand drive vehicles, and it's a bit of a status symbol. Mm. So they don't have to worry about it for there. And um, yeah, I suppose it's just not a, not a market they're chasing. I suppose.
1: Are they are they F150 size? Or are they like Ranger size, They're slightly
3: smaller than no, the Ranger. No, 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 no. They're,
1: they're
3: probably be bigger, maybe. Yeah, than the Ranger. Yeah. Isn't there one that's smaller? There's a. a, a that, that's a Toyota. That's a that's. Yeah. There's a Toyota four wheel drive as yeah, well. Yeah, there's two it. sizes in Toyota. Okay. It's also slightly bigger than the Ranger. Okay. Well, there you go.
1: Because Toyota's got the Tundra, um, and they still still a Four Runner over there, I believe. Um,
3: okay.
1: Tacoma. Tacoma. That's it. Tacoma. Yeah. Correct. That's it. Mm-hmm. So you, so your Tacoma is more your ranger size and your Tundra is more your F one fifty size from, from what I've from what I've gathered. So is that car David just made in America? Um I mean you would you know being the, the the Honda Guru. So is that an American only car or
4: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. American design and American built. There you go. The yeah. original one was basically um from what I understand, basically an MDX floor pan. So the three point five V6. Don't think they've ever done them in a diesel. And the real-time four-wheel drive, sort of, from um, that was been a fixture since since the 90s, really. the development of that.
3: Matt, just on before, you know, you can't even buy a normal IS anymore in Australia. Alexis. Oh right, uh, they, they stopped selling here. You fleet all ISs. Jeez, you can't even buy a US 300 IS anymore.
1: There you go. That's uh, <laughs> that shows how um, how bad we are at the moment. <laughs> Can't even get an IS, uh, which, which was a, which was a staple of Lexus's range for you know twenty something years. So, kind of makes no sense. But anyway, but
3: be serious here now. Like these cars they're offering here, you can't even buy here.
1: Yeah, that is true. That is that is absolutely yeah, true.
3: It's, it's still what a two year wait for a rav F four, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, two year or three year, you could say.
3: <laughs> they assure
4: us it's getting better, but um, yeah, I think it remains to be seen. I know two people. have been waiting 18 months for a Yaris cross-hybrid.
3: You can buy a Suzuki Jimny four-door, but you don't know when you're going to get it and whether it's going to come yet.
1: <laughs> Five years. <clears throat> Sorry. Ugh.
4: And it probably still hasn't got map pockets in the doors, Rob.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> It won't have. It still won't have any pockets for, for cups and, and your drinks, no.
4: Uh,
3: anyway. So there's a lot of cars that we, we, we're, they're offering here, but we're still not getting. Yeah. <laughs> let alone cars that we don't get at all. But it'd be nice to have a Bronco, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, that was on my my list. I think the Bronco is one of the coolest looking new cars. And you can get the Bronco, I believe, with the same 1.5-litre three-cylinder that you can get in my Fiesta, which is weird. Oh, Um, yeah, which is quite nuts. Um, so they've got a Bronco and a Bronco Sport. I'm not sure, sure if it comes in the Bronco Sport or the, or both in the Bronco. But yeah, there's people on the Bronco forums online when I, when I was looking up, you know, the, the Bronco and all the specs. It says yeah, the, the same. You know, uh, they call it the Dragon engine in the in the um, in the Bronco, which I find hilarious. And then there's one guy that's done like 90,000 miles in it in like two years, and he's like, yeah, it's been great. So. If anything, my Fiesta should be somewhat okay. <laughs>
4: I hope. You would imagine that'd be as popular as an EcoBoost Mustang, wouldn't
1: you? Oh, you, you just wouldn't, would you? Like, like you know, you just—I don't know if you if you if you do it, if you could get a wrong. But I think <laughs> the Bronco is actually really awesome looking. I, I think it—the um, fact that you can take the doors off and everything—and and they come with door bags. You put your your door in the bag, which is just weird. But anyway, it's it's a really kind of cool car. It's probably the only four that I actually buy now. To be honest with you, um, that that's that actually kind of gives me a mini of oh that's actually kind of cool. If actually mark my words, if Ford ever brought it here, which I know they were not I would buy one because it's just it's ridiculously cool. But um yeah, you, you can you guys can like bet me a hundred bucks each, and if it does come here, then I'll owe you money. But the that would be the the only other Ford I would actually consider buying these days um, because. The rest of their range is a bit kind of mediocre even rob agrees with his with his transits so yeah so that was definitely a minus did have you seen the new bronco in real life rob when you went to the states last oh uh, no
3: awesome we went in 2018 yeah so, but yeah. I, I think we've seen one here though there's been, there's been, i'm pretty sure everyone like port australia had one like or i had one around The law four day or something something yes they've had sort of somewhere mm-hmm. pretty sure they've got one that one in the in. maybe we saw it at the geelong revival yeah, somewhere I can't remember yeah. where we saw. I'm pretty sure I've seen it somewhere. So the, there's one floating around. Yeah, Fort
1: is testing it, driving around the yellow one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It comes on the Bronco Sport that engine. Sorry, the the 1.5, but um, but the standard the, the standard Bronco would be would be very cool. Would be actually. They have yeah. a
4: replica
1: version as well. Yeah. They do, which is pretty sick. <laughs> I do kind of like it, but yeah, that was definitely on on my list. What What about you guys, Scotty, Patrick, Alum, and David Prince? Um, the Mazda three turbo ah uh, yes that's a good choice uh, that would
2: be pretty cool if we got that but again america only um so i had that one then i was well, thinking
1: my friend just just before you want yeah, to like adam who yeah. has been on the show before when he before he bought his new mazda he was in the mazda dealership and he says driver six and his wife wanted the cx-5 so they went for the cx-5 but he asked the guy, he's like, when's the Mazda 3 Turbo coming? He's like, oh, we've got no market for it here. It's not coming. We would decide on when I'm going to take it. And he's like, why wouldn't you? Like, the, you know, NPS is sold okay and and things. So uh, I guess it's just another way of like Mazda kind of culling their performance range here in Australia. And, you know, pretty much the only performance car they've got here is an MX-5. So mm. kind of, um, yeah, the enthusiast is out of the, out of the bag there. But anyway, Scotty, continue.
2: Corolla wagons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Don't they have
3: the all-wheel drive Corolla? Oh, that's the cross now. That's a cross. Uh, that's just coming yeah, across. The wagons, in overseas. Okay, okay. It's similar, yeah. isn't it? No.
4: Uh, it's much more, much better looking. Okay. And technically, actually, Scotty, you can buy them because you can buy them as grey imports because they do bring them in as hybrids now. There's a few in Australia, and there's going. Ah, okay. to, be, there's going yeah. to be More and more of them coming through, but I have seen a, a couple for sale, and they they're a great looking wagon.
1: Is that the Corolla Fielder, or is that the previous generation?
4: Previous, I think that was the previous generation. Um, yeah, and they were a sort of boxy, funny-looking thing. They were. Uh, yeah. Whereas the uh, the current, I think it's is it a touring wagon? Corolla touring wagon. Uh, anyway, it's got the the sharp front on it, and uh, if it's a hybrid version, and you can bring anything in basically now under the new rigs.
1: Imagine a, imagine a, uh, a GR wagon, Corolla wagon. Oh.
4: yeah,
2: <laughs> that'd be sick.
1: It'd be like an Evo wagon all over again. Like it'd be, you know, <laughs> fat arches. It'd, it'd be so tough. Yeah, T- Toyota, uh, you're doing cool things. We've got, an, we've got another one for you. Do that. So, so, so that one be for you. Buddy.
2: Um, just K cars in general. Yeah, we want some little zippy cars getting around more than um. The SUVs is is all we get, so it's disappointing.
1: David's about given, to cough. Uh, uh, Ten One RS. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah. I was just going to say, given that for a lot of these cars, they're built for markets that are you know uh, left-hand drive, right? So we can't have them. Whereas with the K cars, mm. you're really not you not kind of held back by that, and it could be a thing that if you want to push vehicles in the city. You know that you could be like, all right, If you take a K car that's, you know, more in a suburban, um, in a city area, I guess you're, you know, less penalised for it in a way. I'm not saying we go the whole UK route of the ultra low uh, emission vehicle thing as soon as you bloody your driveway, you find not sort of that <laughs> thing, but but at least encouraging smaller efficient cars in the city if you are going to use a car there yeah, rather and than fit in the parking spot. exactly. Rather than as we see now, people with Dodge Ram 1500s you know, trying to find parking on, on Lygon Street, you know, when you know it's not going to happen.
2: My Subaru home. sticks out in the underground parking, in the parking lots in the city.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
2: it won't even fit. And that's just a basic small four-door Subaru and it doesn't fit, sticks out. But who really wants to drive into the city anyway? Yeah, I don't. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I don't like it, but uh, sometimes if you've got a designated driver for a season, it's it can be an easy night get home, you know rather than have to take uh, public transport during uh, the, uh, we'll call it, um, undesirable hours. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> the um, Suzuki, or, or, again, the same places that, that are bringing in some of the new grey imports under the rules, there's a few different places now, but a couple of places are bringing in the Suzuki um, Spacia space gear, which is a just a one box thing, but it, it comes with a 660cc hybrid engine. So, I mean, they're rated about 2.9 litres per 100 Ks or something, you know, totally ridiculous. So, I mean, you're not going to get much cheaper to run than, than that, really, um, short of going electric. But then we've discussed at least <laughs> uh that is an option. So... I think a hybrid K car would, would be uh, very
1: cool. K cars—they just make sense. Like in the in the city, right? Like they just—they just make sense. They're—they're they're easy, they're zippy, they're—they don't take up much space. Congestion would be a lot less. I mean, you heard it here first, guys. M- make the move by K car. Everybody that's listening, buy a K car.
0: <laughs> um, I'm going to throw down one that I think David probably is on David's list, and he was going to mention anyway. But the Acura Integra Type S, especially. Oh yeah. Um, that That's a is nice. Such a beautiful car, uh, and it has—it's basically you know the Civic Type R, but it, in my opinion, it looks nicer. You know, it's—it's it's not all out there. Obviously, the Civic Type R is—I assume—gone for a certain demographic as well. Whereas with the Acura, you've got—you've got basically the same performance, if not a little more kilowatts, depending on who you know measures it. But you've also got just a car that looks relatively just nice and sleek—is the best way to describe it. Got like all the the interior, just a more mature a of- type art, you're
4: saying that's
0: what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the more mature owner that doesn't necessarily <laughs> want the attention, but is it is very content knowing what they've got, you know. Um, and that is exactly what the, the Acura uh, integra type does. But it's such a shame that it's obviously it's only built in America, so they they would never make it for you know the right hand drive market. And I'd say it'd be a real issue trying to get it here. But you know, we can always always train. That's yeah, I, on my
1: list I think that I mean, that was on my list as well and I think it's a I think you're you're you said it's better looking I I would agree with you I think it's a it's very svelte and it's it's actually quite a quite a nice looking car and you're getting all luxury amenities which which you don't get in in, a, in as much as in a, in a type R and when they tested it on a track back to back with a Type R, it did the exact same time around the racetrack so you know that's says all you need to know that's it's still as capable yeah I would completely agree with that Patrick. I'm going to throw sorry, sorry. Right. No, go, no go, go. Go. No, okay. I'm going to throw one that I
0: don't think you would expect, but it's partly to be blamed by the Lincoln lawyer because I've watched that on Netflix. But since we already have a bunch of, you know, silly SUVs here anyway, something like the the Lincoln Aviator which is not as excessively large as a Navigator is. <laughs> that wouldn't be a myth here in Australia, I feel. It's a luxury SUV. I feel like Lincoln's always kind of sat you know to side of like well, cadillac's always been its rival but i feel like cadillac's always had that more recognition um whereas lincoln you know it's also force luxury kind of um branch and that makes some cool looking cars obviously they're all built on the same platform but given that if, if i was to be cruising around a big old suv like you know an everest or something i think i'd probably be happier in in something like an aviator It's got, you know, in this case, I think it's a seven-seater. And it comes with, like, hybrid options as well. And it's about as large as probably um, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which they fit here. They don't fit comfortably here, but they do fit here. So it's not like you're getting excessively large cars. Uh, But just uh, there's, there's something about how just the Lincolns, they do the interiors and everything else. It's got, like, a nice sophisticated feel, but it's not also, I don't know, you know, when you get into something, um, let's just say European, there's almost that um, mm, bougie-ness to it. Whereas with the American luxury, I don't know, I feel it's it's more deserved. Um, and I'm probably, you know, angering a lot of people just saying this. But <laughs> like I said, if you're going to buy a pointless SUV, we might as well have these ones here as well because they're nice looking. They have very nice interiors and, you know, just you know, something nice and forward.
4: I've just Googled it. You sure it's not, I heard uh, you know, Palisade in um, badge engine. You
0: <laughs> take that away, Devin. <laughs> For all I know, it might be, given how the Palisade's look these days. it looks like, <laughs> i got to say. Uh, those yeah. Range
4: Rover sport wheels.
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's <laughs> that's, uh,
0: that's it. We've got a full navigator now.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patrick.
5: Yeah, no, pretty much. My um, my Kaiser have already been answered. Uh, from Scotty and uh, um, first one is definitely yeah, Mazda three turbo. I think um, obviously with Mazda's direction becoming a lot more no, say luxury and high ends, I think it'd be a big competitor, especially towards you know like the Golf over here. I think yep. it would um definitely punch uh punch punches with the Golf pretty good here, and obviously you're still getting that sport performance you know remnants of the old MPS so. Wish we had that, and as well, the um, as uh, Alan and pretty much you and everyone else, the Integra. I know, I don't know, we got a, quite a bit of hate, you know, of it being a four door, you know, not what people consider to Integra, but then again, that I think we still have that demographic here that people want, you know, say a Type part, but not a Type part at the same time. You don't want something too flashy. Granted, I, I do think the Civic Type part, new Civic Type part, looks better, looks, looks actually really nice, but um. Again, you know, would love to have you know both cars here. So, yeah, definitely, my, my picks would be at yeah, the Mazda and the Honda for sure.
1: Um, I've got one for you that might shock you guys. Um, it is the Cadillac CT five V Blackwing. So mm-hmm. it is a sports sedan that's aimed at the M three. That's a lot cheaper than an M three. Uh, you've got a six point two liter supercharged V eight, and you've you've got the option of a six speed manual or ten speed auto, um, and apparently it made to go around corners really well tuned at the nurberg ring all that good all that good stuff and i think it looks quite good it just looks like a you know like a nice sedan and you know i mean you can just say oh, so i've got a, black, said, got a black wing
5: <laughs> you said it costs less than an m3 makes the same power as an m3 i
1: think it makes more actually yeah, more
5: I power than have, m3 i'll have to, to double check that but yeah but weighs more than most mountains <laughs> It is true. It's a sick car. No, I agree. It's a sick car. I rate them a lot, but I don't know. Give it performance. Was, I think they, they're good in a straight line for sure, but if you want, you know, say around a track or some like, you know, windy roads or whatnot, I think yeah, if you're putting it up any European counterpart, yeah, it'd probably be left way, way behind. But, you know, credit to kind of like, I think still think it's a sick car. If I had the money, would I own one? Sure, why not? I think they're pretty cool.
1: Uh, it's got, I'll tell you, it's got, Six hundred and sixty-eight horsepower, which is a lot. <laughs> a lot of
0: horses
1: uh, to power. It's a lot of horses to power. Correct. uh three point four seconds zero to sixty, or in Australia zero to one hundred. Uh, and basically, it's yeah, it looks a quick. I wanna find out how much it weighs, and because because to be fair, the new the new Beamers aren't exactly light either. So I'd love to I'd love to know how much it weighs. But yeah, I I think it looks really really cool and. I would, uh, yeah, I would possibly, you know, curb weight. It weighs four thousand ninety-two pounds, which
0: is in you know real metrics, uh, it is eighteen hundred fifty-six kilos.
1: Okay, so a bit heavier than a falcon. So the twenty twenty-two BMW M three Competition M Drive M X Drive. Weighs in at a total of 1,780 kilos. So there's not really not that much in between them, to be fair.
3: The X, the, that's the real drive and all-wheel drive. The X drive's the all-wheel
1: drive. All-wheel drive one, yeah, correct, yeah. I think that the
3: 100 kilos lighter
1: for the two-wheel drive. All right, so it'll even be lighter. There you go. And my last one, you guys are going to laugh. You guys are going to be like, we don't want you all to run this show anymore, Matthew, is the new Prius. I think the new Prius looks really good. I'll kind of add that one in. I think it actually looks really good. <laughs>
2: oh, I think it would be cool. It looks you're spicy.
1: You saying we don't get them? No, we don't. We, we don't sell a Prius here at all anymore. So,
3: wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something else I actually saw. I think the new Passat is wagon only. Not coming here.
1: Yeah, th- that's a good looking car. The yeah. So I I, I quite like the um the new the new <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this the new um was <laughs> it called uh, Prius? Uh, but you know it's. I mean, I, I could say a, a Rock Cabriolet, which is just that would be the worst decision ever, and then the fact that that car exists is a, is a disgrace. But the yeah, the new, the new Prius. Like, I had a guy at work talk, talk to me about it. He's, he's he's like, oh, you know what? I'd love the new Prius. And I just looked at him. I'm like, I'm like, are you for real? And he's like, no, look at it. And I looked at it. Up, and was it. Like, I was like, actually, it's a good looking car. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, we're not selling it here. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. We aren't selling it. Here. We haven't sold Prius in a while, so. He was pretty devastated because he's like he's like I'd love I'd, he's like I if I could own one I'd I'd own that and because um, he's like it does everything I need it looks good it doesn't look like a shoebox like the original Prius did so yeah he, he quite he quite liked it but yeah that's that's maybe just me being being a bit idiotic. Any
4: other ones, guys? From being in Europe uh, recently, pretty much everything you can buy over there comes in a manual as well, mm-hmm. whatever it is, whatever whatever shape, size, space, SUVs, luxury cars, you can order a manual. You know, it, it, there are very few cars there over there that aren't available as a manual.
3: And also wagons, like I said. like and wagons, like, of course, yeah. Like the Golf Wagon acts the new Passat Wagon, will come coming here, any Mercedes wagon, BMW, no wagons. Yeah. Yes,
4: so, I mean, <laughs> We're such a small market. We we've said this before on the podcast, and we, it just comes comes back to that. That's why we don't get the choice. That's why you know the, 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 we're continually being crowded out by more brands coming in, uh, and they're all competing for the smallest the smaller piece of the pie. Having said that, I did hear on the radio today that they've they sold one hundred and fifteen thousand cars in Australia. I think it was last month. Uh, new cars which is 15% up on the previous year so they're actually selling a lot of cars there are some supply chains that are, that are improving and significantly better than they were but yeah Mr Toyota is not one of those still it's, they're still struggling with them but, but yeah uh, I think I think we're a victim of the fact that, we're, we, that in the world scheme of things it's still a pretty small market and to have as many different brands it's not worth the manufacturers bringing a new model in that they've then got to supply parts for for 10 it is, basically.
1: Well, it's weird that you say that because like we've got one of the biggest range of brands here than anywhere in the world.
4: That's right.
1: So, that's so right. for me, that makes utter no sense because like how are these right. car, how are these car companies able to yeah we'll, we'll, we can sell you a freaking Skoda and a and a um, and a Cupra, <laughs> but you know you've got these two cars. That's all you can choose from in, in in terms of that. It's like what's the point? You're already coming into a crowd of mine. I think we've got like almost sixty brands here, which. is Excuse me, which is some, something insane, um, and like, look, there's, the top ten brands are, you know, they sell quite well, but you know, it, like, I think Ford recently they they had they've taken rent of a ship that they can just keep supplying ranges to us because we just can't stop seem to stop buying them, um, because yep. the, the the demand is just ridiculous. So from all accounts, yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's nice and all to have sixty brands here, but if you can't sell the car, then what's the point?
3: I was told by the dealer it's easier to buy a Ranger Raptor now than it is an XLT XLT Ranger. Really?
1: Are you yeah. serious? What the hell? I guess when pa- people are buying ninety thousand
3: dollars cars, they're buying the cheaper ones.
0: Correct. I'd, I'd imagine since uh, the uh, consecutive interest rate rises, people that did have the Ranger Raptors on order have maybe you know changed their financial outlook and probably you know, cancel some orders as well. Yeah, there's a bit of that going on.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, Patrick, your brother works at Ford, right? Is he, is he still there?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's
5: still at Ford. Yeah.
1: What's he said about that? Like, is he said he said it's a bit bit crazy in terms of like you know they're only selling Ranges now and 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 that or? Yeah. Pretty much. Actually, I was speaking
5: to him this on the weekend. Um. All, all they yeah. Well, one side they've got no stock in nothing and literally the primary only car they only sell is just Rangers. and yeah. Even like he he was saying, even just getting base models in, you know, you're looking at it. Huge, you know, um, you know, the time weight to get, get him in, you know, so they've just got nothing, and just the, the um, demand for him. So, yeah, um, the only ones you probably do get, and like you know, the ones you can get are you know, demo cars, but those demo cars do happen to be you know, the more higher end models of the Ranger. So, yeah, I guess in that saying, you know, trying to get a base model, you know, XL, XLT Ranger up is far harder than getting, yeah like a wild track, or you know, something hmm. in the relevance of sort of, sort of that.
1: Um, which is funny though, because like, as I said, we've got we've got over like over sixty brands, I think, in here here in Australia, right, and yet. They offer some cars all over the world, like that we can't get here, and and, f- and for me that just makes no sense. Like like if you're offering it somewhere, you know, at least give us the chance to to, to get it. And but you're right, David. The, you know, that having to stock the parts for ten years and stuff it makes it a little bit of a logistical nightmare. But then yeah. why I come here? You know, you know why I come sell cars here if, if you if you're only gonna if you're not gonna do that.
3: The thing is, the supply chain's changed entirely. The Ford Transit, say, for example, my Transit, you you would have thought they would have bought a container load of every part available that could go wrong with that car.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I don't think they have, and I don't think they will.
4: Yeah, Maybe they, they did, and they've all gone wrong, and they've used all the stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all one of them, because they're <laughs> out of the country. Wow, that's... I mean, how many came to the country with, with your load, Rob, did you know, or...?
3: was the only one on their list
1: are you oh, serious wow. okay. yep jeez well wow. okay that that's really interesting that, that that they only did that that one mm-hmm. is it because you ordered that specific spec and size and stuff is that is that the reason why or
3: yeah well there wasn't any wheel bases or high roofs or even low roofs <laughs> there's a lot of the the transit customs come through the small yeah. ones yeah and the, the, they had a delivery of the electric transit vans Yeah. Um, and they were just delivered, they weren't ordered, so they delivered a whole batch of those to sell, hoping that they'll sell for 120 something thousand dollars, which no one's going to pay. No, so yeah, so there aren't many of them around,
1: mm. yeah, not at all. Yeah, any last cars before we move on to the um, sorry, the basically the, uh, the car quiz?
5: Sorry, guys, I just got to leave early now. Um, I'm going to. Head off I've got something to do, but good hey, to you see Patrick.
1: you. Good, good good to see you too, mate. Take care. Thank you, One less competitor for the quiz. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'll be back. See you, Patrick. I'll be back. See you later, mate.
1: See hi. Um, here's one for you. The Hyundai Santa Cruz, they're their little their little um ranger competitor in in terms of the uh the this this digital Ute you know, kind of sector. I think that's I think that's looks really cool. It kind of looks like a Tucson on the front end. Uh, and yeah, that that's a cool one that, I, that I'd like them to, to see because it gives some competition and probably be at least reliable, um, unlike some other, other ones that, that we've been hearing about. But any last. Th- uh,
4: Hyundai or Kia put out a, a van, sort of caddy sized van. I reckon that would go nuts to they'd sell gazillions of
1: them. Mm, I don't think that they'd, they'd put a DSG in them, uh, Mr. Prince. No. Just on
4: that point, though, I mean, when you were talking before about you know, say Adam Cooper and all that, they're all available in manual. Every one you can buy here is available as a manual overseas. It immediately removes half the problem, you know, of, of them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that'd be a cracking car in, in a manual, some of those. It's not on tonight, so he, he can't dispute that. So,
1: <laughs> No, I, I agree. It'd, be, it'd There'd be a lot better car as a manual without less issues. Anyway, guys, is it's time for the quiz. Uh, 10 questions plus some bonus questions. You know how it works. Let's get into it. So we've got David playing. We've got uh, <laughs> Rob and Harley playing. We've got Scotty playing and we've got Alan playing. Um. All right, guys, you ready for the quiz?
2: Yep. I'm um, ready. So,
1: question one. The AU series of Tickford Ford V8s and the Ford XR8 220 all had a- engines that were what? David.
4: David. Five liters.
1: Incorrect. Al. Alum. They're two hundred twenty kilowatts. Uh, incorrect. Scott. Scott. They're all Windsor V eight. They were all Windsor V eight, but that's not the answer I'm looking for. So I'll I'll, I'll put 0.5 for you for Scotty because that, that that is that is true. So the Tickford one, so like the high end, um, you got your high end, uh, you know, your, your T, T series and your. Uh, and you're you you later on they they put that engine one of those engines in the in the XR8 in the two twenty. Any idea?
4: Oh, uh, I've got an idea, but I'll, I'll go after the other guys. I won't get the point, but
3: direct injection. I don't
1: know. No, incorrect. David, what were you gonna say? Were they hand built? They were all hand built, that is correct. They were all yeah. hand built. Question two. What car has recently had huge rumors to return for Honda? It's been all over the interwebs currently in my my internet. Always been blowing up with it.
4: You must be doing on a different interweb to me.
1: <laughs> There's, it's from about back four to Australia steps. or back to Just the, apparently uh, from what I've heard they've trademarked the name again and oh alum alum. This is this is worldwide, right? Correct. Yeah. The prelude. Prelude is absolutely correct. Well done. That is that that is big. Uh, wraps on that coming back which I don't know how much, how true it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apparently if, if it comes back, it's going to come back as like a hybrid or electric car. So we will. Will it be an SUV? Yeah, probably. An SUV. <laughs> yeah. Question three. A Ford Explorer police car in the USA has just been retired with a record amount of staggering miles. How many miles has it accumulated? I'll give closest to. <clears> hmm. <throat>
4: I'll go. I'll go six hundred and fifty thousand.
1: Six hundred and fifty thousand kilometre or miles? You said miles, didn't you? Miles, yeah. So six hundred fifty thousand miles, says David.
0: Wait, that's like a million k's.
1: Almost, yeah, thereabouts. It's Mm. like eight hundred and something, I think.
2: I'm going to say a straight half a mil.
1: Half a mil. <clears throat> Scotty. So apparently it holds the record and it's just been retired and they couldn't believe how it's, you know, how many it did in the space of like 12 years or something. So just for some context, they, they usually um, get rid of them at about 100,000 miles. Okay, so so that's for context and it's well past that. Uh, Alan, Alan. I feel like you guys have way too much faith in these American engines. They're
0: no AUs. They're no Barras. <laughs> um, I, I don't think they're making it close to a million cars. I reckon it's three. Probably... Oh, so you said they get room at hundred thousand, right? We'll do three hundred fifty thousand. Three
1: hundred and what fifty-eight? Three hundred fifty thousand miles. Three hundred fifty thousand miles is Alan and Robin Harley.
3: We're gonna go extreme. We're we're gonna say eight hundred thousand miles.
1: Eight hundred thousand miles. Jeez. So. This car, in particular, did four hundred eighty-four thousand miles, which is equivalent to six hundred nineteen thousand kilometres. So, Scotty was closest too, so he gets the chocolates. What well on Scotty?
2: That's um, a lot. Far out.
4: Right, score checking. This this getting engaged must agree with his ability to uh, score in quizzes.
1: This is <laughs> he's, he's on fire, ladies and gentlemen. Bonus question: For it to accumulate so many miles. Which border was it patrolling?
2: Scott. Scott. Mexican border.
1: Mexican border is incorrect. Oh. It's a state border. I should I should have said state border. Oh, oh David. Um, David. Alan got in there. Um California. Yeah, I'll pay that, Alan. California and Arizona. So it's it yeah. all <laughs> the it did was live desert. on the highway and just drive up. There'd be so much desert in those two spots. Yeah. You're right, absolutely. Uh, Rob, you've have you, you've driven in like those deserts, right? When you've been in this, when you've been in the states,
3: yes, absolutely, all the way through to Sierra Nevada's, up through the um, Death Valley, um, and it's a long, long road.
0: <laughs> My oh, second two. guess would have been uh, somewhere in Texas, if they're like you know, up at the top part. there was like to say Texas is very big. Mm-hmm. And you, you're going through snow, then
3: down down to the desert. Uh, it's just a long stretch. Through that California Nevada stretch, big long long ride drive.
1: Question four: Road safety campaigners here in Australia last month have requested for what? So the road safety campaigners in Australia last month have re- put forward a request for what?
0: Oh, it's Australia or Victoria?
1: I just it just said you know, road safety campaigners and it was Australian site. So
2: <clears throat> Scott, Scott, I don't know if this was recent, but speed limiters.
1: Uh, it's incorrect. Mm. But I'm assuming they'd want that anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very safe guess. I would, yeah. road safety Australia. Yeah. Just cut speed. Everyone should be going zero kilometers an hour. Wasn't it, was there it something around uh, allowing small cars?
1: You're on the money there. Just uh, if you give me a bit more, Rob. In in the capital cities? Oh, uh, no. Incorrect. Melbourne? In Melbourne? Incorrect. Incorrect. Okay. It's a push forward to get more small cars back, but there's, there's, there's a reason why.
4: Is it congestion?
1: Uh, incorrect. No. Uh, leaves. Who's left to Who's left to guess? Scotty, I think. I have a guess still. I already uh, have my guess. Oh
0: uh, yeah, Alan. Yep. All right. Small cars in school zones, so when they hit the kids, they don't die as quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is a good guess, but it's incorrect. They've proposed a tax on SUVs and dual cabutes. That's what it was, yeah. Wow. They, they, they want to introduce people back into smaller, more efficient cars. So they're like...
2: Yeah, like, but you have to also have to have small
1: cars in the market, right? Correct, yeah.
2: yeah. How does that, that help with safety?
1: Yeah, exa- exactly right, yeah. Very good. Point. <laughs> that makes no sense. But here's the bonus it question. Mean, it, it means if your child is hit by somebody in an SUV,
0: they're most likely going to be wealthier, and so they can pay the bills a bit better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bonus question to that, guys. Why have they requested this?
0: Something about the environment.
1: Incorrect. Uh Alan, I
0: think Alan. have there been more recent uh, I guess accidents involving, I guess, SUVs more recently.
1: Yeah, I'll pay that. I'll pay I'll pay that, Alan. Um to cut the road toll because it has gone up since the since the sale of SUVs and dual cabutes. So oh, okay. it, the, the, the road toll is going up again. Just so.
2: because there's more of them on the road and more vehicles on the road.
1: Yeah, and the fact that they can do more damage and, and stuff because of their size. So that is the uh that is why
0: that's Yep, You would have thought they'd learn those lessons off the American, you know, It's, road like, system,
3: saying, it's like saying more people drown when they eat ice cream. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, obviously, because they go in more than within half an hour of eating it. I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? You've well, got
3: to wait half an hour. You eat ice cream in summertime when you go for a swim.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I guess the further understanding of that is that with more safety features and cars and everything else, we would be expecting a slow decline in road fatalities of that nature. And I guess that uptick um is probably just the accident the amount of accidents that may be happening are probably the same if not less. It's probably that the impact of each accident is more likely resulting in a death rather than yeah. just an injury. It's called small.
1: Well, also, also the the fact of like, oh, I own a bigger car; it must be safer. Is not true. So you know that that also too comes comes into play.
3: You see, the people who usually die are in the uh, old shitty car. Yeah, not even, uh, like that. They, 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 like they like well, for the reason they can't afford it to upgrade to something more safe, more safer, and then usually ones like you see old Commodore, or old, you know, Yaris or
1: something. You know, mm. that's and, and and what and what's hit them. An SUV. <laughs> my, my, yeah. You,
3: you know. a so,
1: with a bull bar. with a bull bar. Yeah. Hey, well,
3: the safety with the Hilux is second to none. It's basic model <laughs> and every time you're not paying attention and you look the other way or something, it'll go whoop and, and they'll back yeah. off and pull you back into the lane.
0: <laughs> you, you try to exit. You try to exit without turning the indicator on. It yeah, you know, pull back. you back into the lane. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think what's happened with Rob now that he's, got, he's in a dual cab ute, he just has to speed up. Like you, you're racing virtually everybody, so everybody gets out of your way. You, no, off the
3: you, line. you must get this, um, uh, the best, it's called, cool. yeah. And, and <laughs> you, you drive utes differently. That's I could see why they drive them different because you, you think you owned a road when you drive a
1: ute. <laughs> Wildlife fever, you, you and Alan you and together. Oh. <laughs> I, can I can I just can I just say, in the
0: almost year of ownership and in seventeen thousand Ks, not once has my DPF like come on to say we need a DPF going <laughs> because I like I'd, I'd imagine it is it is an issue because so many people drive it so recklessly where they're just launching it off the line and constantly just you know, rolling coal in a way that the DPF gets choked up. If you just drive it like a normal human being, the car's are surprisingly fine. I think, well, I think yeah, your is... comes on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you drive, I think you're driving like a typical U driver Bring it back. You bring the zen into it.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, the Council Safety, uh, Road, Road Safety Council of Australia are going to um, tax SUVs and, and dual cab use. Does that mean I get a subsidy for the N1? Will they pay you me you to drive the N1 in the city? You should. I, should. I I agree. I think, it,
3: I think, think that follows. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Another reason right
3: came dangerous.
1: <laughs> what was that, Rob?
3: Dave gets a, a penalty because he's got a dangerous car. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's too small in, in our world. Everyone
0: has a of dangerous. You, know, like, you, you ask anyone, you know, you're like, which car would you rather be hit by? Ideally, the answer is none. But if I'm picking, I'm probably picking the N1 over a Ford Everest or
1: something. <laughs> that is true. You, you and Ford Everett's, Alam, you, you, you're you, not a fan. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, score check. Alam um, on three, Scotty on 1.5. Question five. When Honda released the FL5 Civic Type R here in Australia, how quickly did the first allocation sell out? Alam. Oh. Alum. Within 24 hours. You are correct, Alam, within 24 hours. That is absolutely correct. You were on fire. Somebody put him out. Much within
3: 24 hours, though. Well, the, the first three,
1: allocation three. in Vodafone the, is for for the first eighteen months of of uh, a first batch of availability. Question six: What Toyota has recently been updated in Japan? David. David. The Corolla GR. That is absolutely correct, David. Well, um, it's updated. It's a brand new car. I, I don't get it, but anyway. <laughs> Question seven: In the Aussie movie Running on Empty, which is a car-based movie. The quote "Green is nice" is mentioned, but he mentions it about what car? it was a
3: P seventy six in it, but it wasn't.
1: No, was it was not a P seventy six? I think
3: there was one in it. I, I think there it was is one in
1: it. Yeah, there is one in it. Panel van. Incorrect. It's probably the most famous line from the movie.
4: Green is good. Did you say?
1: Green is nice.
4: Green is nice. Was uh, David? Uh, was there a? Uh, <laughs> fiesta
1: uh, st i wish i was uh but no it's, it's it's incorrect
3: mark two escort
1: mark two escort incorrect uh, that'll be cool i i, I do like an, uh, an old Ford escort uh that means scotty and alum have got a chance to have a guess so is this an aussie movie it is an aussie movie like in australia no, in China, of course. No, I was scared
4: No, I'm just no, no, no. so, <laughs> you, you can
1: have an
0: Aussie movie man in America, Crockett old Dundee. am just you know let, let the man ask the questions. I feel like it's irrelevant. Uh, so I, I'll just say, oh, um, it was some kind of Ford Falcon.
1: Yeah, it was a Falcon. It was a it was a GTHO Phase Three. Now the quote comes along because the guy is blind, right? So the guy who they go to see the car is blind, and he asked he asked the owner of the car, "What color is it?" And it's red, and and he says, "Oh, it's green, mate." And he's like, "Oh, green, green is nice." And he he just he just walks away. So, yeah. so 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 yeah, I'll pay I'll pay that. I will you you you'll get you'll get the point for that. My other but, guess was gonna be a Commodore so, or or <laughs> Kingswood. Bonus question though, what car did the blind guy drive and own in the film? You got if you is guys going to guess that, you de- you're definitely a get- trick question because how's a bloke not supposed to drive no. correct yeah correct he, he just drives in the desert that's all he drives Uh oh, Rob. Rob I reckon it was a Chevy yeah I'll pay that it was a 57 it was a blown 57 Chevy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there you go did he just run everything over so he was just allowed <laughs> to drive in the desert that was it so <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a classic Aussie film. You gotta watch it. It's uh it's it's got all a bunch of old Aussie cars in there and 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 some, some really cool stuff. So yeah. Question eight. One of the first Holden cars believed to have been built and owned by the wife of the company director, so Miss Holden, has been purchased by the South Australian government for display at the National Motor Museum. How much was it acquired for? So this is one of the early FX Holdens, one of the first ones ever made. How much was it acquired for by the the National Motor Museum?
4: I read this the other day. There's Most some true. dispute over whether it was the first or the second.
1: Correct. Yeah, there was a bit of dispute over it, but it, I mean, it's it was it was owned by the you know, Miss Holden, essentially the, the the director of the company. Basically, uh, it was either the first or the second one built, but you know it, it, that's why they're saying it's one of the first ones ever made. How much did it did the South Australian government purchase it for display at the National Motor Motor Museum, which we all love in Birdwood?
4: Oh, I'll go first. I think you're like two hundred eighty-five thousand.
1: Two eighty-five says Mr. Prince. I was thinking three eighty. Three eighty says Scotty. So Rob and Alum, uh, Rob Harley and Alum, to guess.
3: Yeah, go to two seventy.
1: Two seventy says Rob. He's under. He's undercut. He's undercut you there, uh, David. So, so does the museum have a lot of money or is it like government funded? So it's it's the government purchased it for display at the Motor Museum because of the 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 significance, the, the historical significance of this car.
0: But it's just like a regular, at the time it was just like a regular
1: Yeah, olden, right? Yeah, it it's, it's just an FX Like olden. a, okay. I want to undercut you guys well, about two sixty. Two sixty. Um The undercutting game has worked for you, Alan. It was $250,000. Oh,
2: nice. Wow. Oh, I
3: was going to go lower.
1: <laughs> so, so the game of Undercutting has, has worked in your favour, Alam, somehow. Um, anyway, moving on.
4: Not the first uh, time, I'm guessing.
1: No, not the <laughs> first time. <no. laughs> Question nine. The company BYD, or Build Your Dreams, was launched in which decade? Alan. Oh. Alan got in there first. Uh, the 2010s. 2010s is incorrect. Uh,
4: David. David. Was it the... Sorry, which decade?
1: Which decade? Yeah, well, just it's after just a decade. First decade of this century? Incorrect. Rob. Rob. I reckon it was the 90s. It was the 90s, Rob. Well done. Uh, they've been around for a while. They are now officially China's largest automotive manufacturer and company. So they've they've been around a long time. Um And... You know they didn't. They didn't originally sell electric cars. Just, just putting it out there. They, 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 they did sell electric cars. Question ten. BMW originally built what? David. David.
4: Uh, originally.
1: Yeah, the first thing Rob. they built. So when David finishes his guess, Rob's in there was next. It aircraft. It was aircraft. Well done. Were you? Were you going to say that, Rob?
3: Was yeah, yeah. And, and the other one was close by. It was the motorcycle?
1: Yeah, correct. That, that's what followed. So it was, it was that. Then, then they went to cars after that. So,
3: yeah,
4: the the, the logo's got the propeller of
1: so the plane. Was... Yeah. All right, score check, gentlemen. Rob and Harley on one. Scotty on one point five. David on three. And tonight's winner on a grand total of six. Mister Alan Singh, what a comeback! Well
3: done. Well done it's only because patrick's not here
1: yeah that's true uh-huh.
0: the
3: only reason you won it alan
1: make sure
0: patrick knows that as well <laughs>
1: uh, alan i say this to scotty normally but but you, you like to say shenanigans um is there anyone that you would like to thank patrick for leaving <laughs> there you go
0: patrick <laughs> you, heard, you heard it here first and, and also and also uh mr edward bunting as well for not being here and. At- always saying, you know, his name first, and then taking few, you know, extra
1: precious seconds, seconds. to the <laughs> yeah. ah, Very, very good. Well done. Good win there, alum. Can you believe that Toyota has already updated the, uh, the Corolla GR and it's been like less than a year on sale. That, that, that's, is it, that's,
0: is it a big update or is it just, it's know, like something...
1: structurally they've, they've put more, they put more like, you know, I think, um, like bolts in the chassis or something to make it even more stiff and, make it into a performance car. Oh, I really like what Toyota's doing. They are, they've are they really come back after being misery for a long time. So um, very, very, very cool. Come on, Mitsubishi.
2: Did the Yaris yes. GR
3: come out with um, uh, roll cages and everything?
1: So what, what was that, Rob?
3: Yaris GR. Does it come out with roll cage?
1: No, it doesn't. But the, the marizzo edition of the... Corolla GR, I believe, It has no rear seat. I think it's got some scaffolding in the back. I believe,
2: yeah, no rear seat. Yeah,
1: so I'm not too sure if it's got scaffolding in the back, but but um, I had a look at an i30n on the weekend. I didn't realize that they've got in the in the uh, where you put the back seat down. There's um, just behind the back seat, there is extra bracing there for so so, like they are a proper proper little fighter. I I, I did like it, gentlemen. I think that's a podcast.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Awesome, guys.
1: All good. Uh, We'll start with some plugs. We'll go around the screens. David Prince.
4: Oh, yeah, look, I'm sure everyone's heard about it by now. (laughs) There's a podcast called Auto Retro that Ed and I do, and we're
0: hopefully getting the
4: second one off the ground very soon. It's in production um, on Spotify and uh, YouTube and all those other podcasting places that people go.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Rob's Fabrication Electrical Firefighting Burglaries, rust repairs, um, what else? Ford, Ford um, vans that break down. Um, I'm trying, trying to think what, what else, Rob. Uh, Hiluxes, you're man with a van. Hiluxes with DPF issues. DPF issues. It goes off all the time, I'm telling you.
3: <laughs> I thought the more you fresh it, the better it should be. You think, you're going
1: like, to drive it casually. Can't. He's got one hand out the window, cigarette in the <laughs> other hand, saying, "Get out of, get out of my way." You're, you're a Hilux driver now, Rob. That's it. That's, that's how you have to be. I
0: know. I know. It's uh,
1: sad.
0: So- <laughs> <laughs> it has got a snorkel on it. It needs a snorkel, and then you know, do the exhaust, and then get all trains and um, actually off roaders. do so making all the road noise. It's space to yeah. out of the lift kit. You can you hear, hear it also. Coming. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can hear recovered. I can imagine taking the back to a
3: rental company with a snorkel, big tires.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, Rob, by the way, I've still got to give you your paint and your bissell. I've still got that, so um, I'll, I'll have to somehow meet up with you somewhere. Yeah, well, I we'll have to do it before I go away. All right, so I'll have to try and try and drop it off to you this weekend. Scotty's golf tip of the week.
2: Golf tip of the week is become a wedge guru. Mm, okay. To practice your wedges. That's your short game of getting onto the green because. Most of the time, that's where your ball is going to be. Mm. So practice your sandwiches your pitching wedge, get wedges, all of them.
1: Sounds like like you
3: get gunnies and you pull them up to your balls or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
1: so not not the uh, not the eating wedges, not the giving wedges. Uh, it's the uh, um, oh, it's the golf you know, club wedge. Club wedge. wedge. Let me, Let me wedge. A Sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs>
2: sandwich. Did mention the sand wedge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, love it um, And uh, Scotty's proposals if, if you want to know how to propose Speak to our man Scotty He'll, he'll yeah, tell you how to do it
3: Right really out a whole cinema, I cinema. That's amazing yeah. Yeah. The yeah. ring, ring and then the suffering
1: no, that's, that's what they say, that's what they say. <laughs> uh, I love Dave Singh uh, We do a podcast That ends up on YouTube as well Yes we do You can find us
0: on Car Talk Podcast Or Car Talk with and we're usually the first result that pops up these days. We're up in our subscriber numbers slowly but surely. So, you know, get, get in your bragging and rice, Be the first under 100s to get on and subscribe. Mm-hmm. And uh, more content to follow shortly.
1: Being an OG, like and share our Facebook pages, Car to TORQ. With any J for me, sending our previous episodes. They're all up on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to us there. Uh, we are, as we mentioned, on YouTube. But also, we've got a promotion um for our Teespring viewers if you Teespring uh, site if you wanted to buy any of our merch we're doing a 20% off sale use the code CTP20 for 20% off uh, your next purchase uh, with us on um, here on uh, on, on Car Talk so support the show there by getting a shirt or some merch Hopefully, the Scam Camp one can get me put back up again. I'm waiting for an email back from him to say why it's still illegal. Check out also our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. Support the show there. Hi to our patrons. You know who you are. Um, so thanks for supporting the show there also. Gentlemen, honor as always. I'll see you next time. Oh, hey, sorry. Wait, Riz. Uh, our boy, Riz. Oh, yeah, head up a good friend, carloop.com.au. He is the man in the know
0: when it comes to the electric car space and also one new cars are going for in the retail market. So kaluk.com.au or also on Facebook.
1: Gentlemen, honour as always. I'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye. later.